Welcome to Done With Debauchery, a podcast hosted by Keisha and Denise, two friends who share intimate conversations about alcohol and drug use, struggling with sobriety, and our personal paths to wellness. Hello, it's us. Welcome to the Done With Debauchery podcast. Why are we whispering? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to turn it down and I always feel like I'm screaming. <laughs> Welcome to the summer. Keisha, how are you doing? I'm doing okay over here. Um, I am... I don't know. I've had kind of a, a challenging last week and a half, but... Yeah, I'm here, I am sober, uh, and I'm doing the best that I can. <laughs> Guys, we think it's probably because there was a full moon in Sagittarius, and just a fun fact that Keisha and I are both Sagittarius, so we're bringing that wild energy. Yeah, I feel like whenever, the there, stars. <laughs> whenever there's anything going on, we're blaming it on the moon, the stars, anything that will prevent us from taking that personal responsibility. <laughs> uh, how are you? You went paddleboarding this weekend? Yeah. It does feel, like, completely different when the weather is good. Um, I, I actually love summer in Toronto and in Ontario and try to get outside as much as possible. So I have been paddleboarding down at Lake Ontario, um, which has been just absolutely awesome and feels just so healing and nice to get out on the water and just kind of disconnect from the everyday. Yeah, it's, it sounds really nice to be just, like, out there. It sounds so peaceful. You don't really have your phone on. Yeah, I do bring my phone, but because I'm obviously on the water, it's in a waterproof bag, like attached to a life jacket that I'm not wearing. Um, Uh. (laughs) I never wear the life jacket on the paddleboard. I know that's probably an unpopular opinion, but I feel like I'm a competent swimmer. So if I fall in, I'm going to swim to shore. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. There's something I feel like so cleansing and calming about water. So nice. Yeah. Nice. And we had such a lovely date night yesterday. Yesterday was Sunday evening. I went over to Denise's. She made me a beautiful dinner. Oh, thanks. It was so nice. It was really nice. It's just nice to be able to sit outside and hang out and have like kind of a leisurely evening. We went and got gelato after. Guys, we're not really <laughs> sure what the difference is between gelato and ice cream. Does anyone know? Please shoot us a DM. Yeah, please do let us know. I'm also but- Italian, so I feel like I should know the answer to this, but I don't. And tell them the flavor you got. (laughs) Oh, I got cheese board. It's apparently an award-winning flavor. And it was ice cream with brie, jam. And there was almost like a little bit of like... Walnuts. Oh, that's what the crunch was. It was so delicious. Like, I immediately had my backup and was like, this is the worst possible combination of flavors. But it was delicious. (laughs) I think this tells you a lot about Keisha and I's different personalities. (laughs) I was like, what is the weirdest thing that I can order on the menu? Keisha is like, I, got I just a, would like Nutella ice cream. <laughs> I, know, I was craving chocolate. I got a classic Nutella and it was also delicious. It wasn't a bad choice though either. <laughs> but I, I'm glad that I took the plunge and went with the cheese board. Me too. And that I didn't have to risk not liking my own flavor <laughs> and still got to try it. That is the worst though when you get like an ice cream flavor and it doesn't live up to your expectations because you went outside of what you usually get. Outside of the I comfort zone. I feel like I would have just been like, I don't want this and I would have had to go buy another We would have had to, but the issue was there was a line. <laughs> That's true. So That's I true. would have been done my ice cream by the time you got back outside and I wouldn't have waited. <laughs> <sighs> So, guys, we are one day away from July. Yeah. And with July comes dry July. So, I do have some 
history. Hold on, we gotta stop here. I feel like every single month there's like some kind of rhyme. So like sober October, dry July, like what's it's just dry Jan, I guess. It's I guess not really so. is cute. That's not really but, a rhyme. Yeah. But is there other ones? Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. So when Keisha told me there was like historical significance behind dry <laughs> July, I was like, what? I thought it was just like a rhyme. Shocker. Yeah. Shocker over here. Yeah, and I think that like I kind of like that there are like so many like little plays on words and like cute names for it because it kind of makes it like instead of just like just saying like I'm not going to drink for April it's kind of like a movement and like it gives it I think a little bit more like oomph and like makes it a little bit easier to commit possibly for some people because it's part of something bigger I was like it's just a good hashtag yeah I think <laughs> it's also a good hashtag I was like it just makes it better for hashtagging yeah <laughs> So Dry July actually originally started in Australia in 2008. Three friends wanted to abstain from alcohol for the month of July, and they used it as an opportunity to raise funds to buy their local hospital a TV for their waiting room. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, so it was- This was in 2008? Yeah. They didn't have a fucking TV? In the waiting room, so maybe not. Okay, wow. I also don't, like, I don't know what town it was. <laughs> I was I'm like, so is sorry. This, is this from 1924? <laughs> like, what do you mean they don't have a TV? Let me like, see. Like, they don't have a smartphone? In the ma- in the I waiting have a lot of room. About I don't know. Maybe it's anyway. a small town. Anyway, Please. I guess the gesture was nice, guys. Yeah. Either way, they had a. Could have just got Wi-Fi though. Like. <laughs> <laughs> they had a goal of raising three thousand dollars, and they ended up raising over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars their first year. Shit. Yeah, so since then... Um, I hope that they got the most epic, like, virtual reality. I know, they go for the hospital. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so since then, it's kind of turned into this global movement. Like, we're in Canada. I know that a lot of people in the U.S. do it. Um, so it really has trended over the last, what, 15 years almost. Huh. And I think it's interesting that it, so now it's turned into um, basically a, a cancer awareness fundraiser. So a lot of the money raised goes to improve the comfort, care, and well-being of people that are affected by cancer. And it's interesting that they also like use it to abstain from alcohol because they think that we also know that alcohol consumption is like a leading factor in Agreed. in cancer. cancer. Yeah, protects yeah, cancer. It's really interesting that they would pick a summer month. Yeah. Me. Well, I guess it's not summer in Australia, though. Oh, you're right. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's winter. It's like picking January. Yeah, I think I it's like, like fall. Clearly, I wasn't listening carefully to you. Yeah. <laughs> I was only, I was stuck on the TV part. Yeah, but so um, <laughs> that is the intention and the creation behind Dry July. Um, we'll put the website for the foundation in our show notes. So you can actually go and donate. There's different uh, teams that you can support. It's just www.dryjuly.com if you did want to support um, cancer research and the care of people that are affected. So what are we doing about Dry July? I think we're taking our... We're taking our dried outness in a different direction. Yeah. So we've... What have we been finding lately in our behavior? <laughs> Actually, lately, for the past few months. Let's not even say lately. Yeah. So at the time of recording this, like once July starts, um, my five month of no drinking will be early July. And I am making the commitment to do dry July and even though I've been alcohol free for, for a few months now, it really does feel like it's still going to be a challenge for me. 
um, with everything that's been going on in my personal life over the last couple of weeks, it, it truly like, I'm like on the edge. It feels like of just like wanting something to use as like an escape from like all the feelings that I am having. So I'm going to do dry July, um, and aim to not drink because I do think that I can use this additional little bit of accountability, but we've also decided to do a no by July. Yeah. We have really been finding that the online ordering of clothing, <laughs> accessories, makeup, non-alcoholic um, drinks for me. <laughs> Honestly, guys, I keep telling you I'm going to take a picture of Keisha's closet with all the different NA drinks. It's literally wild. We're going to set up a lemonade stand up front of her condominium oh, and just start selling. I'm not giving $5. them up. We're at five dollars a pop. <laughs> Trinity Bellwoods will be so will be so trendy. Um, no, but on a serious note, I think that there is, uh, also just a bit of a filling mm-hmm. going on, a con- a con- like an overconsumption of all things. And I think for me, this also includes like Uber Eats and ordering food, um, yeah. because pretty much 99% of the time I have enough food in my house to sustain myself and have grocery stores within a three-step radius to (laughs) also buy food to prepare. And when I am ordering or buying food on Uber Eats, it's not usually anything healthy, life-giving. It is like uh, I'm using it as like a comfort food. So yeah. like for example, Craig's cookies, I would be ordering dozens of those. Unbelievable cookies. Yeah, they are so delicious. So <laughs> this isn't to downplay how much we love them. Um, but also like pints of ice cream or entire pizzas. Mm-hmm. And like, um, you know, sometimes I'll probably be ordering things that I'm not even hungry. Yeah, I'm, I'm finding the same thing. And like, like I went to Costco last week. I am a single person living alone. <laughs> the amount of food that I have in my freezer and my cupboards and my fridge is unparalleled. Yet I'm still also ordering Uber Eats because it's like I, I'm wanting this like comfort and like this feeling of like connection with myself that I'm not getting. So it's almost like a filling up. Like it's like it's, yeah, it's a hunger for something. Film or a need is there and then it's like I'm gonna get this thing outside of myself whether it is an Aritzia bodysuit a pizza like a new pair of shoes a new eyeshadow palette Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna feel happy for three seconds and then I'm gonna feel the same as I was and I'm gonna look for the next thing that I need to purchase or consume in order to feel yeah different than I'm feeling right now I don't even want to use the word better because What's weird is that I feel like, for me especially with the food thing, I go through like a a very similar process. Actually, maybe even with clothes than I do with alcohol. There is like this point of time where I like create the cart and I'm like, should I do it? Should I not? And it reminds me of like when you're like, should I have a drink? Should I not? And like, it's oh this God. like contemplation yes, thing. Filling the Sometimes cart. Sometimes I fill the cart, close the window, and then I come back up and like they're fresh <laughs> and open, still there. Yeah. Like, and I feel like I've done that with drugs and with alcohol, uh, like, multiple times. And and I feel like especially with food, because I think sometimes the way it makes you physically feel if you're using it kind of as a drug can be correlated, maybe not as intensely to using drugs or alcohol, but can make you feel physically shitty. Like, we get pleasure from eating carbs, eating sweet things. Like but it, I know it's not going to make me feel good if I overeat it. Yeah, 
And then I think that there's just like so many layers to consider. Like when we are eating like in this way, eating things that don't make us feel good that we might have like sensitivities to like yeah. me eating dairy, you eating gluten just because like, we're still like wanting this escape. And then it almost like perpetuates that like really unhealthy, like diet culture that we're also kind of stuck in and experiencing. And like recently I, I've been working with like a, a wellness coach, kind of like an online like trainer who was giving me these guided meal plans, guided workouts, and I wasn't following them. And I almost like, I felt this like enormous sense of like guilt for like in my perception of it like failing mm. but I would restrict so much like during the week and follow this like meal plan like so specifically and then as soon as like Friday night hit it was like unleash the beast like what can I put inside my body between now and Monday as like my excuse like I have the weekend now as an excuse to fly off the railings instead of just like eating like and like with intention and like trying to like find things that are healthy and that I'm enjoying throughout the week. It doesn't always have to be the same strict calories. Like, yeah, I like, I fully agree like with all of that. And I think when you like go off the rails, I think there's like that white knuckling, like Mm -hmm. restriction to it. And then it's like you open the floodgates and then you go way over above and above and beyond what you would have before and for food. And I also feel that way with drugs and alcohol too. There's that, restriction go overboard restriction go overboard and i feel like that's very much been the nature of my life for for a long a long time there's that like cyclical nature um yeah it's interesting though because i do feel like very similar to alcohol with the food thing it's like pizza is going to be the thing here for me because i never stop eating the pizza when i know i should i always Mm -hmm. have one extra slice that makes me feel shitty Like, before I order it, I'm, I'm like, should I, should I not? It's not going to make you feel good. There's, like, this negotiation going on. And then I'm like, there is this moment where I'm like, fuck it. And there's, like, this moment of self-abandonment where I don't care anymore about how I'm going to feel later or the repercussions to my actions. And maybe shopping could be brought into this, but I'm trying to think of how it would be. But I guess because I feel like I have the affordability to be overspending on that a little bit. If I didn't, I could see how that would be harming. It's like, fuck it, I'll do it now. Yeah. And like, I don't care about what that means for the repercussions. The financial consequences. Later. But with food, it's like, for me, it's like, it's physical, right? And then it's like an hour or two later, I'm like, fuck, why did I do that? I know that wasn't a good decision. I fucking did it anyway. And like, it's it's very much the same mental chatter spiral that I go through and then I have to talk myself down the same that I would when I was hungover. I literally have yeah. to be like, it's not a big deal. You're going to be fine. Everything is fine. And then we have to have like a fucking pep talk yeah. for a couple of hours. And it's like, you know, the bigger issue is that at that moment where I go, fuck it. At no point there have I stopped to say, Hey, what's going on? What am I feeling in my body right now? What do I actually need? Mm-hmm. And then if it's fucking loneliness, like, have I tried to connect with somebody instead? And then still, if I needed to, order the pizza after that. But no, like, I immediately jumped to the vices. Yeah. 
I honestly do the same thing. And like we order from the same pizza place. <laughs> and I know what you mean about that last slice. Is that fucking because last they slice? cut the pizza into four <laughs> big fucking slices. I cut them with scissors though. Okay, what I was gonna say is like I wonder if like we because I don't. I was like, if we even cut those in half, if there would be like a little bit more like control over the consumption. But I I don't know. I think I'm using it though because I I don't like to how I'm I'm like trying to change my state. With me the, too. With the but pizza. then for me, <laughs> unfortunately, the only way is to make me feel physically ill. I feel like for me, like that, like it's the same thing. But I almost have like this added layer of like I want to feel worse. Like yeah, I, I want to hurt in that moment. I, well, I think there is this element of self harm which runs through addictive behaviors it runs through eating disorders and i think you even touched on uh this like addiction to this like self-harming um like mindset i want for lack of a better way to say it with the diet culture of like signing up to work with a wellness coach like you know i'm gonna change my body and i'm gonna be i'm gonna feel better Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be happier i'm gonna do all this and then you don't because it's unrealistic maybe given all the other things that are going on right now. Yeah. And instead of like accepting, loving yourself truly from there, because you can say that all day long, but feeling it I think is a different a different thing. And I do the same thing. Then you go in the shame spiral of like, I can't even do this. I haven't been following this. I'm not good enough. And I yeah. think the pizza is the same fucking thing. Like, it's like, okay, I don't like how I'm feeling. There is, I want to change my state. I'm not willing to acknowledge my emotional needs of what's going on and do anything other than I know than to reach for these external comforts that I've used. Mm -hmm. And I think food's a big one because I think our parents really probably gave us like lollipops and shit when we were crying, like for lack of a better example. And like food is comfort. Yeah, like in so Stop crying, here's a cookie. And um, I think that from there then we are like told we need to be a certain way in society. So then you go into this like shame spiral and that's a familiar feeling thought pattern, etc. for you. So it probably is almost addictive to go into that, that spiral and that space because you know it so well, whether you sent yourself into that space from food, whether you sent yourself into that space because of sleeping with some guy you shouldn't have or from using drugs, or from using alcohol, or from sh- over shopping. Because when I was younger, I used to over shop all the time, and I didn't have the affordability to yeah, do it. Me and too. I would, me too. I would panic, and then I'd have no money, and I'd have credit card debt, and and like that, I would be in a shame from that too, and I wouldn't like want to tell yeah, anybody that too. I was doing that. Uh, and so I think that like that self harm piece is like an addiction in and of itself because you know that feeling well and you like, even though it's so unhealthy and it's so terrible to go into it, it's you, it's just like saying an addict knows that the come down or the result of using is bad, but they still keep going to do it. And Mm -hmm. I think that feelings or ways of being in mental states can also be that. Yeah. This is like drop. Yeah, I was like, we have really taken a turn. We've really gone on a rant. But like, I feel like all the things that like we are saying, like are just like so valid for our experiences like right now and like the emotions we're feeling. Um, but so I think that like really for us, like 
this dry July slash no buy July is really more about like becoming like more in touch like with our daily actions and how we're processing our emotions and the things that we're reaching to in those moments of like stress and discomfort and trying to like actually make the healthier choice exactly and i think yeah i think the intention is to understand what the driver is that we like continue to reach for these things outside of ourselves to fill and like it's just it feels like another symptom popping up so it's like well how do we like move through some of these things yeah and if we remove those other vices like what what will we find and now see I don't like my brain now is thinking okay but are we just doing the exact same thing now with dry slash no by July of now completely restricting for a month what will August bring <laughs> like wow the amount of fucking dropping bags that will be at my door that's what I mean I'm like are we just gonna like white knuckle it through like and I guess like time will tell Yeah, I think, like, I think intentionality comes down to it. And I think that this is why some people say, like... It's it's like easy to stop drinking and it's and it's really difficult to stay stopped. And I think that's with like lots of diets too. Mm -hmm. Is like it's really easy to be all fucking gun ho because willpower starts off super strong. You're like motivated to do what you're doing, but it's like what is the intention behind that? And I think that's where we need to bring in a bit of a difference. Um, because if we just white knuckle it through the month, I think what you said right there is bound to happen. Then August is like the floodgates open and yeah, we have 32 cases of non-alcoholic drinks (laughs) and 14 (laughs) pairs of shoes. Yeah. Um, I have ordered five meals a day from Uber Eats. (laughs) So I think like there has to be an intention of really Mm -hmm. trying to, um, understand what's what's beneath it and an openness I think to trying to be honest and trying to meet those needs in a different way instead of finding something else like I think for me also the weed gummies need to be cut out they're not even making me feel good so you know how you just said that you it doesn't even like make you feel good but then you like you keep doing it I I could not be eating more weed gummies and I literally say I'm taking them to go to sleep but I actually feel like they're giving me anxiety and making me not able to sleep. I feel like that if I have them sometimes. And so I'm just, but I'm still just barreling on through, just keep taking them because I just like, I'm like, I'm just going to change how I'm feeling. Like, even though it's a shitty way of feeling. Yeah. Even though I'm making it worse, I just like, I can't be in this state anymore. And at least like if you're on a weed gummy, like your emotions are a little more numb. Now you just have anxiety about everything under the sun. It's not a specific situation. It's just anxiety. Yeah. And like, I feel like I'm like, oh, I know this feeling very well. We just have anxiety. I live here. Yeah. So like, let's just sit on the couch and have anxiety. We're all good. Yeah. I felt the same way about gummies lately and I really haven't been having them. Like I did have one the other night because again, like high stress situations, I'm feeling like I need to disconnect from myself and like I want to like quote unquote relax. Yeah. And I had it and because I hadn't had one in so long, I forgot I had it. And then all of a sudden on the couch, I was like, I am feeling like really shitty. I'm like, I am worrying about all these things. Like, and then I'm like, this motherfucking weed gummy, like behind yeah. my back and in front of my face. <laughs> It's so true though. It's like 
it literally feels like the sky is falling. It's like, what am I doing with my life? Like, I am down a whole rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. And then all I can do to make myself better in that anxious state is scroll social media. So then Which, I, like, start using another thing because now I'm anxious on the weed gummy. I can't even get into social media. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't. I can't not, that is for another day. That's true. We're not ready to deal with that addiction, We're guys. not we're, ready. We gotta, we're holding on to that tightly yeah. at this time. So... Stand by for, I guess, our mid-month update. Let's do a quick regroup here okay. on what your... I'm like, I don't want to make a commitment. <laughs> I'm like, let's just... I think we just talked a lot, and I don't think I clearly said what what okay. I'm not buying, and you need to recommit to what you're not buying. Okay, okay. You go first. Okay. So, I'm committed to no weed gummies. For uh, the month of July. For the month of July. And no clothing shopping, which includes accessories like sunglasses, shoes, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Anything that goes on my, on my, on my body. Okay. <laughs> also, though, I'm not allowed Sephora. I forgot about Sephora until you brought it up. But yeah, yeah. I don't want to be transferring this addiction to 35 lipsticks and um, eyeshadow palettes. But also no Uber Eats. So I feel like that's enough for me. It, I would love to tack on more things. Don't overwhelm. But I'm always such an overwhelmer and then I'm not successful because I like to go to that place of failure as like a self-sabotaging thing. So I feel like for me that feels very much like a stretch um, and more than enough. Okay. I think that's a really good place to start too. Um, I am also going to commit to not buying any clothing, accessories, anything that like I would be wearing uh, Sephora. Uh, like that's out of the question. Essentially nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck. I was like, I need a new hair. I know. I was, I, was like, I was like, do I need to order it today? Nothing that I don't need, <laughs> but like I do need this. No. So, okay. None. No clothing, no shoes, nothing like that. No makeup. Can you go to Value Village? Guys, I went to Value Village <laughs> for the first time <laughs> since she like loved it. my childhood. I fucking loved it. It was a time. I had so much fun. I got the cutest like vintage glassware for Denise and I to make a mocktail in. We will definitely be posting it. I will be tagging Value Village. Maybe they'll sponsor us. Um, no, no Value Village. There's nothing. <laughs> There's nothing I need there. No, you don't. I was I was being prestigious. Yes. But I was like, if it's only five dollars, can I get it? <laughs> no. 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 Okay. Got one thing. Okay, no clothing, no makeup, no shoes. Um, I'm going to stop buying sparkling waters and non-alcoholic drinks. Until we've drank what we had. Until I've, yeah, consumed what I have in the house. I have currently about nine wine proxies. I have an unlimited number of ish non-alcoholic wines, the rosé, the white, also the Italian spritz drink. Wow. Let's just... <laughs> Guys, it's unbelievable. I just opened the cupboard. Literally, we're starting a lemonade stand at Trinity Bellwoods. Yeah, so my no my no buying alcoholic non-alcoholics might need to go into <laughs> August. It's unclear. Yeah, I think even if you had one can a day right now, uh, we could probably carry all the way through to August. To December. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's for me. It's cl- no clothes, no shoes, well, let's no Let's just make makeup. it through July. Like, let's not make it yeah, through Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And no non-alcoholic drinks okay. or sparkling waters. Okay. I'm also going to commit to no alcohol um, in July and just keep that going. All right. Bye, okay. 
Thanks for tuning in. Please send your support. (laughs) (laughs) And also the difference between gelato and ice cream. Um, And we will keep you guys posted on our experience. Also, let us know what you're giving up in July. Yeah, head over to our Instagram. Um, We'll make a post about it. We'll announce the things that we are committing to not purchase. Um, We want to hear from you. So you can find us at Done With Debauchery. See you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening. This is Denise and Keisha signing off on another episode of Done With Debauchery. If you liked what you heard, please share and subscribe. You can also find us on Instagram at Done With Debauchery. See you next time.